And joining us right here in our little makeshift studio, uh, big-time Georgia recruit, if you heard about, uh, Ryan Puglisi. Great to see you, young man. Nice, uh, nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. And, by the way, you guys give me such a hard time <laughs> about playing high school football up in New England, and, and it's finally good to see that Kirby went up there, right? From Wor- Worcester? Worcester, yeah. You know, my first radio job of all time, Worcester, Massachusetts. You're from Worcester, Mass? Yeah. I heard all the nice towns in Mass start with the letter W. Is that true? Worcester, Wesley, Worcester, Weston, Wellesley. Yeah. Worcester doesn't look like Weston and Wayland, I can tell you that. (laughs) Or Wellesley. Or Wellesley, you're right. Um, Well, it's good to have you here. This will be your – how many Georgia games have you been to? This is my second, just because uh, where I play, we play on Saturdays. Oh, do you really? Yeah, we play on – uh, last year we played more Saturday afternoons, but this year we played Saturday nights. Um, so the only other Georgia game I've been to was Vanderbilt last year, and that was the day I committed. Think this about, will think be about, a little bit of a different atmosphere yeah, than yeah. the Vanderbilt game last year. <laughs> think about this. This, this. this young man's walking in the building today with his dad. They came down just to see a game, to experience and see what it's like in this building. In his dynamic, he could potentially be the quarterback leading this team in this building, which is dude. You're that's, not, that's less than one percentile. Man. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're not going to believe what's going to go on out here um i know you're excited for that right oh absolutely i mean just walking over there i was at the i was over at game day and i've never seen anything like that so yeah Yeah. so being up in the northeast obviously sec football we all live breathe and and sleep it what is it like on a saturday i know you just said you play your high school games on saturday but up there is it getting locked in for that 330 sec game is everybody kind of picking and choosing their teams that they want to watch or is it a lot of just whatever's on you guys are tuning into so like you just said, like we play on Saturday, so it can be tough to pick and choose what you want to see. Yeah. Um, I have to tape most of the Georgia games just because I play almost like – Yeah. Me and Coach Bobo are always joking around because almost like every time I have a game, we play at the same exact time as Georgia. Do you know how much heat Sandra has given me over the years when I told her <laughs> that we play high school football on Saturdays? She just looked at me like, that's adorable, young man. Um, I can tell you right now, his team – Dudes. Avon Old Farm. They could come down here and play and in the play. state of Georgia and, and, and so trade I, some paint yeah. with anybody. Well, you grew up in New England. You know about Avon Old Farm. That's a prep school of, yeah. of studs. But talk about the process of, uh, I guess, I talked to your dad. The Northeast schools were on to you pretty early, right? Yeah. That's the BCs and the Syracuses and that group, right? Yeah. What, it had, what happened that Kirby and Saban and Ryan Day and these guys got on board as well? Yeah, so um, – the Northeast schools got on me when I was pretty young. I was, like, going into my freshman year. Um, I had first start, started talking to Boston College and, and all the Northeast schools and super grateful for those guys. I, I built a great relationship with all of them. And, um, you know, when I just co- continued to play in the prep school league and kept developing, I decided to go down down south uh, my sophomore summer going into my junior year. And I first camped to Alabama. And that was, I think it was June, June 15th. I camped to Alabama and I got offered by them. And then the next day, I drove down to uh, Athens camp for Coach Bo- for, for uh, Coach Bubba was there still at the time, Coach Munkin, and Coach Smart as well, and got offered. So it really started by then, camps. Didn't you go to Alabama the next day? I went to Alabama first, then I went to Georgia. So Alabama offered and Georgia offered back yeah, to back, back to back. Yeah. Same same summer, same, same weekend, summer, same weekend. I went to I went to 15th to Alabama, and I went to 16th to Georgia. To what camp. what is the recruiting process like? Obviously, very highly rated quarterback. Um, my my process is probably a little bit different. Right. Not rated punter. Is, is it crazy in the fact that everybody's always blowing you up? Do you and your family have to kind of set the expectation of how often they're reaching out to you, when you guys want to talk on the phone, when they want to just continue to stay in contact with you? Yeah, I think the best way to look at it is just be grateful for every opportunity that you have. I mean, 
all these schools recruiting you and telling you that you want us has been nothing but a blessing to me. And I think when you take it day by day and let everything play out, that's that's really the easy way to do it, and that's exactly what I did. I was grateful for every opportunity, every school, every coach, no matter who it was, who, who decided to take the time and talk to me. I was grateful for that and took it day by day. Tell the Ton Munkin story when he came up to see you that your dad just told me about. Yeah, so he came down. So the spring recruiting period, coaches can come see you, obviously, and watch you throw. And he, that was when Coach Munkin first came and saw me throw. And um, and right there, you, you've developed a relationship with him, right? Yeah. They can come watch you in the spring. They can't yeah, really meet with you one-on-one, so they can come watch you yeah. throw. Yeah. Here's the question I got for you. We talked about this in Nashville when we had you up there, NIL, uh, on three elite series. Ohio State stayed on you and stayed on you. And finally, at some point, you said, guys, they were they were basically saying, look, Georgia's going to take two quarterbacks. You yeah. knew that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you had to tell Ohio State, look, I'm done. Uh, the communication's over. I'm going to Georgia. What What was that like? Yeah, I think, you know, it caught a lot of people surpri- by surprise when Georgia took two quarterbacks. But but you knew that. For me and my, my family yeah. and I, it wasn't a surprise. We knew since day one. Since the day I got that offer, Coach Smart had told me, you know, we're most likely going to take two quarterbacks in this class. Um, How big be- was that? The communication up front? Oh, my God. Day. Yeah, it made, it made the game changer. That, so, that's one of the biggest things too, just in football, having coaches who leave no gray area. Yeah, you exactly. gain so much respect for them because you know where you stand every single day. And one of the greatest in the NFL right now who, who lives by that mantra is Mike Tomlin, who I got to play for. Literally every single day, you, you know, knew where you stood. Right, radical candor. I've read enough business books. That's how the great leaders. Kirby was not afraid to tell you. There may be a Dylan Rayola-type player coming yeah. in as well, correct? Exactly, yeah. No, he told me straight up, and that was that was the difference for me. How, how do you view the competition with the other guys who were there? How do you view it with Dylan Rayola, who announced after you had? By the way, we're talking to Ryan Puglisi, one of the highest recruited quarterbacks in America, recruited uh, and offered by Ohio State, offered by Alabama, and uh, Kirby Smart made the decision. He made the decision coming with Kirby Smart. What was your reaction, and, and how do you feel about that competition? Yeah, I think when you look at everyone that competes, I mean, it just proves that they get that much better. And I think when you learn to love to compete and, and you play multiple sports your whole entire life and all you've ever done is compete, um, that's what you love. And I think going down to Georgia is the best situation that I could be put in right now, whether who's there. If you look at Alabama a few years ago, you know, they had Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, too. Yeah. They were all there, and now they're all going to be in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad group. Exactly. Right, I want to talk about the um, – I love the two-sport side. Baseball, 93-mile-an-hour fastball, shortstop, pitching prospect for Major League Baseball. Is there any opportunity there you get drafted? I mean, what's what's the thought process there? Um, you know, there's definitely still opportunity. Um, I spoke to a couple a couple scouts about that, but, I mean, they know football is my priority, and they yeah. know that yeah. I'm not going to play in the MLB right away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to play football no matter what. And I think it's something good to definitely have in the, in the back pocket yeah. just in case something ever works out, but – I mean, I love baseball. It was my first love. Played baseball before I played fo- football, so super grateful for that opportunity as well. Mike Bobo taking over the offense this year, obviously been very successful. What has made you feel confident again yeah. in another decision to go to Georgia? What's made you confident about Mike Bobo? You know, you see Carson Beck, who has been here for a few years now, and he played didn't play for Coach Bobo. This is his first year he played for him. And yeah. see how well he's doing under his offense and how calm he looks out there. I mean, I think he has the highest completion percentage in history going right now so i think when you see that and, and the way carson plays mentally and how calm he seems back there it, it 
it brings your eye and as a quarterback to want to play. Here's a great storyline for this game that's happening in the building right next to us today. It's the biggest game of the weekend. It's going to have huge implications in the college football playoff. And the two quarterbacks are guys who haven't transferred, are guys who developed at their programs, are guys who sat and waited their turns in Carson Beck and Jalen Milrow. And I think it just goes to speak of the cultures at both Alabama and Georgia, that competition, getting elite guys to make each other better. And then when you finally get that opportunity, go take advantage of it. And that's what Milrow and Carson Beck have certainly done. Exactly. Yeah. You want to make him smile? This is his offensive line class that's committed right now. Six foot seven and a half. Six foot six, three fifty. Six foot eight, three seventy five. Six six, three fifty. There are nights when Carson Beck, it looks like they're playing seven on sevens. Yeah. He yeah. just goes back with that beautiful release, and he's like, well, there's Ra Ra, and there's Lad, and there's Brock, or I'll flip it out. I mean, I'm sure that is something when you look at a group like that that excites you. Yeah. Also, for your mom as well. His dad, his, his dad <laughs> smiled. His dad was like, we, we want those skyscrapers in front of this kid. Yeah. Who's, well, an, well, who's, an, who's an NFL quarterback that you like to study? Uh, I like Josh Allen a lot. Yeah. Um, when I came down to Georgia on my official, they kind of told me that they kind of like the style of play that he plays and how I look like that in some scenarios. So I think looking like him, he's he's a big guy. He runs. He's physical. So. Um, what were we going to say about your mom? And uh, Yeah, my mom went on nervous. Twitter and she saw the stat that Carson didn't get touched. And she, she was she like, like that? She was like a kid on Christmas. She, 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 <laughs> she lets you and your dad come down here for the weekend. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a boy's trip, right? Yeah. Do you, any, you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have an older brother who plays baseball at Siena College. Okay. He's a Division One pitcher. So, and um, I have a younger sister as well. Ryan Puglisi with us, big-time Georgia quarterback recruit. When did you start hearing that you were – special and i say that i know you're a humble kid but is, is that eight nine years old you start you notice that you've separated yourself um when does it really start to get real that that my dreams can be really big um i think you know just it was tough to say because i played sports all my life so right. multiple sports i was always a basketball player always a, a football player always a baseball player and when you didn't when i didn't specialize in any sport my whole entire life it was kind of tough to see that up until I started 7th, 8th grade when I started taking football more serious than other sports. And I think right then there, that yeah. was when you could kind of see it and everything started to take off from then. But, but you've been a two-sport guy the whole time. All, yeah, the whole time. The whole time. What I've seen piece some videos of you dunk now. Is, that, is, that, is your dad sending me some trick videos? Yeah. Can you get above the rim? Yeah, I can dunk too. I, okay. yeah, I almost no. got a windmill the other day. <laughs> oh, What piece real. of advice would you give to kids who are maybe 8th, ninth, 10th grade who, who want to and aspire to get a scholarship in college, whatever sport it may be? I think, um, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing. Obviously, you're playing football because you love it or you're playing whatever sport you are playing because you love it. And I think when you say to that, good things will turn out, whether it's right now or whether it's years down or it's tomorrow. It's going to work out when you when you keep the main thing the main thing and you keep focusing on why you love the game and, and just embracing everything that comes with it. Also, one of my co- my coach back home, Coach Hooley, has told me you know he loves multiple sport athletes because the people that play in multiple sports obviously are in situations where they have to compete 24/7, and they might as well whether they're playing football and they're the star player on the football team, and then they play baseball where they might not be the guy on that team. They have to learn. To be a part of a team yep. where they're not the guy. You, you ever hear Dansby talk about his basketball career? Dansby Swanson talk about. Uh, you, you heard much about him? He said, I, "I, I, I was playing in games, last second foul shots down the stretch, fourth quarter, 
that mindset of oh, competition. Yeah. Dansby loved it. Chipper Jones, a big high school football player as well. And to exactly what you said, the more you put yourself in competition, right, yep, yep. and all the lessons that come from that. Dude, there's so many, there's so much data on three-sport, two-sport right. athletes. I mean, yeah, I can say it to I'm blue in the face. We live in the world of travel baseball. But yeah. I'm telling you I right know, now, dude, that's the... enjoy high school. Right? Yeah. Enjoy it all, man. Like, like, like uh, any of these kids, Ryan, Dylan – you're gonna get found. Like you don't need yeah. the yeah. you don't need the extra seven months of playing. So you if you're that good, it's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. The, the extra seven months may be for like Bobby Shapiro to go from the third team to the second. <laughs> team. Yeah. You know well, what that, I mean? That's the beauty of football. I mean, not a kid like this, right? Every field is 53 and a third <laughs> yards wide, a hundred yards long, and the football is the same size. Right. You know, like you, the cream will rise to the top. And I thought that was a great answer, Ryan. Yeah. Thank you. We're ex- you know I'm most excited, and Rusty will talk to your dad later. For you to see this scene tonight. And yeah. Ryan Puglisi, uh, in three years could be the guy, and two years could be the guy in that building. I'll right? tell you this. I've covered him now a year. Spent some time with him and his dad up in Nashville at a, a conference. The mindset he has, not I would never say this is going to be the guy, but he's going into college with the right mindset, and he's focused on football. Recruiting was never a big deal to him. Never was, hey, can you check my profile? Right. What am I ranked? None of that ever. It's like, hey, Mr. Mansell, I'm going to Athens. Thank you. Let's go. Well, I remember when Dylan Rayola signed. I said to you, hey, what about my buddy up in Connecticut? Is he still coming? You're like, hell yeah, he's coming. Yeah, yeah he knew the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We swapped some texts. We can't probably put those texts out. But uh, <laughs> listen, him and, him, and, him and Dylan, now they're they're recruiting together. They're, yeah. they're working together. Let's get the best team we can right. get. So there's none of that. How, walking in. how quickly did other schools start calling when they heard about Dylan Rayola? So we had like a, a showcase the next day, actually. Yeah. Where – it was for our whole entire school where coaches could come see and watch everyone. And um, there was thousands, <laughs> but not thousands, like 100, 100. probably 100, 100 colleges there to throw. So right after that, they were asking 20, 200 questions. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Hey, uh, hey, you back in play? You're like, hell no, I'm going to Athens. Yeah, I'm going to Athens. All right, man. Hey, it's great to see you. Have a great day today. Good luck, Ryan. Thank you. Go dogs. Uh,